Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Lane, and this is your podcast if you're thinking it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business. This is episode 28, Your Fears in the Global Economy. Where do you place your fears in the global high-tech economy? You know, the economy where all the jobs are taken over by robots and artificial intelligence, and there's really nothing left for you to do. And what does that even mean? Wouldn't our entire concept of the world have to change if machines did everything? Maybe humans are not supposed to be working all day long. Wouldn't our humanity change also? Well, we don't know. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? It's just going to evolve, right? But we do know that the economy is changing. We certainly knew that it went from being primarily agricultural when we were all farmers to being industrial when everybody worked in factories to where we are now, which is kind of a mix as we make the transition. But all the open jobs and like the big jobs are the ones in the global high tech world. So what does that mean? Global means entrepreneurs and business managers are managing their productivity by producing their products or delivering services from anywhere in the world. So when they start out and they decide how they're going to actually make something or deliver something, they look at the entire landscape of opportunities where there are people who want to do a job. So you know how that feels already when you call customer service and hear what you might think is an unfamiliar accent because that service person maybe is in another country. That's globalization. So high tech is using computers and technology and robotics and artificial intelligence to do the work that humans used to do or to augment the work that humans do. Think of it this way. Any activity that can be programmed with a yes, no answer or a one way or the other way type of decision, like reading instructions from a map, you know, turn left, turn right. You know, because you use your Google Maps, right? It can all be automated. You don't need somebody actually looking at the map. The map is something that's static. It's program. It's already there, like this road and that road and these number of miles and that amount of mileage. So you can program all that into a computer and the computer can read the map for you. And that automation over the long run, everyone's going to assume, will reduce your costs because you won't have to pay for a labor force. So global and high tech as an economy means a lower cost raising productivity and efficiencies. Any business worth its shareholder value is probably pursuing these goals all the time. And I know it seems far-fetched to think of the robots coming tomorrow and doing everything and just, you know, sending you on your merry way. But the changes do not even have to be that direct because technology is also about how jobs just change. When Microsoft Office was introduced into the workplace, primarily the programs Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, suddenly every business had those programs. They had those tools at their fingertips. So if you were the, you know, let's say some office manager who at the time had hired people to do all the typing or to run the numbers or to create presentations, guess what? You could do all those things yourself. And so could everybody else in the office. So then what happens is maybe the number of jobs don't change, like nobody gets laid off, but the job skills change, the job requirements change. And for some people, it's just so devastating that it's the equivalent of being laid off because they kind of take themselves out of the workplace, right? So what's happening today? You have to be that person who's delivering irreplaceable value in the workplace. So strategic thinking, problem solving, analysis, creativity, innovation, whatever it may be. 
then the global high-tech revolution may be a little further out for you, hopefully, if you're one of those people. So even if your company is not investing in research and development, you know, in terms of having technology replace the labor force, your competitors might be. So that means your company would eventually be forced to catch up no matter what, because if the competitor can do the same work for less money because they've used technology to replace labor force, then eventually all companies in that industry are going to start moving that way. Okay, so where does that leave you as a person who, who is thinking about starting a business, a person who wants to be your own boss in any economy? Are you afraid of being caught talking or daydreaming about lifestyle freedom and then being let go for slacking on the job? Or what about the fear of having your job disappear because your company, you know, they downsize every year. So one year you could be the one getting the notification of downsizing, offshoring, outsourcing, skill shifting, whatever those changes are that are affecting almost every profession. So where did that place you? You're an entrepreneur. You're thinking about gaps in the marketplace. You're thinking about business ideas that you could put out there for the consumer, but you have a day job and you're also wondering how is this global high-tech economy going to work or not for me? Where do you place your fears about these changes? Why not place them in yourself? And by that, it's about taking that threat, if you want to call it that, of a global high-tech economy and making it the best thing that works out as an opportunity for you, the aspiring entrepreneur. In a global high-tech world, you can create a business for a market of 7 billion consumers. And before you say that they don't all have money, which is true, you might think about, though, the ones that do have money. Because when there's a need, people find a way to get the products and the services that will help them solve that problem. So people who have access to money get the products and services and those concepts and those ideas quickly spread to underserved communities. And you don't even have to think about that. You can also just think about in broader terms, the fact that by being a global marketplace, it means that there's a lot of connections. There's a lot of things that people understand at the same time in the same way because of the technology that's available. And so you can use those tools like social media to actually reach out to people that you might never have been able to market to in the past. In a global high-tech world, you also have access to new technology that will help you set up your business quickly and efficiently. And many of these resources are free or inexpensive to use. So you can take advantage of whatever that gap is in the marketplace by using technology tools yourself that can then help you deliver on fulfilling that gap. If you are thinking you do not have the confidence to get started, even though you kind of know that the market is right with the global economy and the technology is right with all these free and inexpensive resources, But then you're kind of thinking, it's still too scary. It's still too risky. Well, you can gain confidence by actually accessing these tools and seeing how you can use them to make your business building dreams move a little faster. You might not even realize what's possible because you haven't tried to use the tools. So take your business idea that you have, check out doing the research online about how you could deliver that product or service to the marketplace and what tools are available for you to use. And you might find as you discover the ability to actually deliver the product or service you're dreaming about, you might actually find then that you'll get the confidence just by the fact that it's actually possible to do what you've always wanted to do. You know, there's a reason why there are, say, I don't know, 10,000 self-help books, maybe. (laughs) Millions of people buy the books every year. 
millions to implement whatever the latest self-help plan is. And then they buy the next book the next year because the last one didn't work. You might want to think about why is it that it doesn't work? Well, think about us as individuals who each have our own perspective on how to read a book, on how to absorb the material and how to use that material to our own advantage. Some people are turned off from page one because they don't like the way the writer writes. Other people get totally into it and just say, this is the, the philosophy I've wanted my whole life. This is the plan I've, I've, I've been looking for. And they actually implement it and they're actually very successful with it. So something that works for one person may not work for the other. And that second person, the other, then goes on to the next thing. So you could be that person as a business person producing the next thing, the product or the service that that person is looking for. In this broad global market that you have access to, think about all the people who don't have what they want. Recently, I was looking for a planner, you know, a day planner, week planner. And I wanted one that matched the one I had in 2018. So first, of course, I look at the company that makes my planner and they're not even making that style for 2019. I like a weekly planner with the days of the week on one side and then a blank page for notes on the other. I don't know why I'm the only person who likes it this way, but apparently they just decided they're not going to make that one. So I went onto Amazon and I went through every page of planners for 2019 on Amazon, clicking on all the pictures, trying to see if anyone has my style. I did not find anything, not one that matched the planner that I had in 2018 in terms of the layout, the weeks, the days of the week on one side and a note page on the other side. Not one planner matched that. And there were a couple that didn't have a look inside type feature where I could see pictures of what what the layout is, which I don't even understand. Well, how can you have a planner that doesn't have pictures? But anyway, okay. So I did not find the one I wanted, but I found two that kind of came close in the sense that they sort of had the idea of having notes like One of them was the day with little note section on each day, which is kind of cramped for me, but okay. I'm telling you this story because of the two that I found, one of them definitely looked like it was created by a new business entrepreneur. It was the inexpensive one, but also, you know, you can sort of tell by the advertising and you look at the website and so on, as opposed to like some of the more uh, established companies. One was definitely created by an established company. It was a little fancier. It came in a sleeve and all that kind of thing. But the other one, the new entrepreneur, I like that one. So that's the one I'm going to end up getting because why wouldn't I get exactly what I'm looking for? So if you're somebody who knows that there's a gap in the marketplace, you can clearly see it because you too can look at every single page on Amazon of a particular product and see if it, if it is actually there, the thing that you're thinking about. When you realize that there are these gaps, there are things that people are looking for all over the world and you have business ideas in your head and you know you can deliver for the market, then you can do that now. You can take advantage of the global market and technology and all this, what they call the new economy to create your own business and live your life dream. And you can use those fears, whatever fear you have about the robots and the artificial intelligence and outsourcing and things that you might've seen already happening in your workplace and downsizing because of globalization or you think it's because of globalization or because of technology, you don't see the opportunity for you, but you have business ideas in your head and you want to start a business take advantage of the situation that's going on right now and be a part of the new economy. You will find in yourself and your ability to take advantage of global change 
your opportunity to achieve your lifestyle freedom through entrepreneurship. Okay, that's it for episode 28 of the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, your fears in the global economy. If you have business ideas in your head, you know you are an entrepreneur or you want to be an entrepreneur, now is the best time in history to get started. You can actively participate in the high-tech global marketplace, delivering value to consumers who want or need your product or service. Remember, the number one decision to make if you are still a wantrepreneur is just to get started on your own business. Once you've made that decision, you will find yourself operating in this broad, exciting world of the global economy with plenty of tools and resources to support you. You can move forward with no more excuses. Be efficient, be consistent, be persistent, start your business today. This has been episode 28 of the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, Your Fears in the Global Economy. If you want to learn more, keep up with the Ready Entrepreneur world, read blogs for rising entrepreneurs, access video training, download helpful PDFs, find resources on getting started with your business, and to sign up for the mailing list so I can keep you up to date with tips, ideas, strategies, giveaways, and other cool stuff, visit readyentrepreneur.com. Let me know your questions and burning topics you want covered on the podcast. Send me an email, contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane.